exactly how delusional are you? I know it's a hard question. And it's one I think you better start asking yourself. I'm doing this series on be an Esther, win back your husband. And we've come to a critical point. And I'm going to ask you to take a risk. And I'm going to, I'm asking you to take a risk over something that you're probably delusional about. I know I've been delusional about it. I've met with countless people over 25 years that are living in this same stinking miserable delusion. And it's a risk. It's going to be a risk to let this delusion go. It's going to be a risk to do the right thing. But hey, nothing good ever comes without honestly significant risk. So what's this delusion I'm talking about? It's the delusion that you can make your husband change. It's the delusion that I believe that, no, no, I can do it. I can be the one. I'm going to break through for my wife and tell her and help her understand the error of her ways. Yeah, it's delusional. It doesn't work. Our spouse is far too intimate with our own problems. Uh, to be able to receive that kind of healthy Holy Spirit-led feedback about the errors of their way. This, is a, this, is, this delusion is a major problem. You are focused on all the wrong things. You're discouraging your spouse. You're setting them up to fail. At least you're making it significantly more difficult for them to succeed. The risk I'm asking is let it go. Release, ladies, release him. Release the Kraken. Sometimes we really are a Kraken too. Let him go. He's, it's not your job. It's not your responsibility. And you have clearly established you stink at it. So you already know it's not helping. Well, you might not actually be aware that you are living under this delusion that you have some sort of power and authority to change your husband. You don't. God changes people. We don't. Now we get it many times. God will use us and we get to be the hands and feet. I do have influence over my spouse. You have influence over your husband. We don't control them. So we've got to let it go, release them and get the focus back on where it should be, which is my own junk. I love Pastor Tony Evans. And we're talking about this, you know, be an Esther, win back your husband. And in talking about Esther 4, 12 through 14, Pastor Evans says, risk taking is faith action. It's based on the glory of God and consistent with the word and will of God, even when you don't quite see where you are stepping. It's taking a risk knowing that God's kingdom is worth taking a risk for, right? So this is, we're focusing on being an Esther at this point. It's in Esther 4, 12 through 14. And the major point that I want to highlight in this is, is, is when Mordecai says, hey, who knows? Maybe you were made queen for such a time as this. Who knows? Maybe this is your time. This is, 
This is your moment. This idea of getting out of the miserable delusion of trying to control your husband and releasing him, taking the risk of releasing him. And I get it. It's a huge risk and it's scary. Uh, I wrote down here some thoughts that I know are probably going through your head, but yeah, but hold on. If I let him go and I just go, well, okay, I can't change you. It's not my job. I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to let God deal with him. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. These are things I've heard. They're things I've thought myself. But if I let him go, I'm going to lose him. He's going to leave me. Uh, if I let him go, he's going to take advantage of me. I don't want to be weak. Um, yeah, but what about his stuff? These things that I'm trying to change in him are good. Like, I, they need to be changed. Yeah. I'm not saying that by letting him go, you're now just going, well, okay, everything's great. No, no, you're fine. Don't worry about your... No, it's not. I'm just trying to highlight that you're really bad at changing your husband. That's all I'm trying to say. It's not working. It won't work. And every time you do, every time you buy into the delusion that you have some sort of control over whether or not your marriage is delivered and saved and that you reconcile, you're pushing him further away. That's reality. So I get it. You're worried. You don't want to be weak. You're worried about his part. You know, you're thinking, am I just supposed to forget about all the ways he's hurt me? No, no, but look, take a look around. How's it worked so far for you? You're in crisis or you wouldn't be going through this series. Things are not well. I promise this is a big part of it. If you don't fully release him over, and if you don't drop the delusion of trying to control him, it isn't gonna get better. And and here's here's the here's the encouraging word. So I get I can get pretty strong on this idea, and I know it can sound harsh. So I'm just gonna go ahead and read it. Anyways, I wrote this and I'm kind of proud of it. I'll probably read it, you'll watch it, listen to it, and be like, yeah, it wasn't that great, but I'm proud of it. Controlling your husband is a delusion. If you want the kind of marriage that got you here in the first place, then by all means, don't let him go. I know the risks are real. I feel the harshness of my tone. The words are deliberate. The tone is purposeful. These words, this tone helped shake me from my own delusion of blindly trying to control my wife. The words were painful because they were true. Hearing them forced me to focus on my own brokenness, my own codependency, and my own refusal to react kindly. This is, this is what you're facing. You, look, you want to be who you're wishing your husband was. And any energy you spend going, hey, you got this and you're wrong about that and is wasted energy. It is, it's sabotaging the thing you want. I get it. I get that. Well, yeah, but Michael, I'm just trying to get him to do the right thing, which I deserve. Yeah, you do deserve it. Great heart, broken strategy. I say that a lot. Hey, I get it. Your intention, your heart behind what you're doing is awesome. I'm just, I'm just 
trying to highlight your strategy is dumb. It's not going to work. It only is going to lead to more frustration, a sense of powerlessness. Um, and I get it, man. Letting him go, some of these risks, that is that you have to, you know, your husband might refuse to change. Letting him go. But you, look, you're sabotaging his change, his change for good by trying to make it happen. And yeah, it's a risk. He might not, but... I'll just try to encourage you. It's unlikely that he's just going to refuse to change. I mean, you got to be pretty broken down to just refuse to change, especially when you're being loved well and you don't deserve it. That tends to kind of tell people, okay, something might be wrong with me. So you're right. Letting him go could mean that he doesn't change. It could mean that you don't end up being loved as you deserve to be loved. It could mean that he doesn't end up taking responsibility for his part. And he's like, yeah, this is your fault. Who cares? Right? It's not true. The truth is you're both responsible. You both have things that need to change. And so this risk is worth it because it is the only path to healing. The path to healing does not come from you trying to be the Holy Spirit for your husband. It doesn't work that way. And you're already in trouble. You've already experienced what it means and what it looks like and how it feels when you don't release him. The, the, the heart of all healthy relationships is personal responsibility, which means I'm not going to try to control you. I'm letting you go like a little birdie and I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to Go to God and say, what do I need to do? How do I need to change? Where are my growth areas? When you blame, you become the victim. Victims don't win. They might stumble into it from time to time, but even then they don't get the full benefit of a win because they know they didn't have anything to do with it. So you, you become a victim. Uh, when we blame, we become defensive. So your defensiveness becomes your master. When we blame, positive change is impossible. You're not going to get the kind of change you want by being ugly, controlling, manipulative, passive-aggressive, codependent. You're not going to get it. Things might change. You're not going to like them very much. It's not how positive change or positive growth happens. It does not come from being a demand and and blaming and criticizing and pointing the finger at you. If only you would. You're not going to get the kind of change that you want. Kindness when we blame. Which is really what we're doing. When we're trying to change our spouse. We're basically going, this is really your fault. So if you would just, then we could. Oh. Mm -hmm. When you blame and you become the victim, kindness is replaced with animosity. So you sabotage your very ability to do what God is demanding you do, which is to love him unconditionally, no matter what, especially when he's being a what? A turd. Martin Luther King Jr. said, the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. This is your moment. Take the risk. 
let me reword Martin Luther here for the for the ladies. Okay, the ultimate measure of a woman is not where she stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where she stands at times of challenge and controversy. This is it. This is your chance. When it's hard, when it's difficult, when there are risks involved, you might do everything right and still your husband could choose to run in the opposite direction. That, that is obviously, we don't control that. But the dirty little secret is you win because you don't need him to be happy. You don't need him to be fulfilled in life. You don't need a man in your life to be satisfied. All you need is Christ and you. You're all you need with Christ. So you can't lose by healing and by growing and by learning and by obeying and by following God's will. You win regardless if he makes a positive change. You can't lose when you follow Christ because even if you die you win it's a gift death is a gift to those who are in Christ so you can't lose you might suffer I get it it's gonna be difficult it's not easy man it's so worth it the risk is for such a time as this you can do it you can experience the benefit when you let him go and you're going, yeah, but Michael, I hear you. I get it. Like I need to let it go. I got to drop it. I got to release him. I need to surrender him. I hear it. I heard it. Now how the flip do I do it? Honestly, I wish it was an easy answer. It really comes down to action. Put your stinking faith in action. If you believe, show me. If you believe, show the Lord. And I don't just speak this stuff that I'm a disciple. I clearly believe it because I'm about to do the most difficult thing, uh, one of the most difficult things a wife can do, or anyone for that matter. And I'm going to let go of my husband. I'm going to stop trying to change him, and I'm going to focus on my credit, and I'm going to love him, especially when he doesn't deserve it. Show him. It'll help you release him if you can genuinely own your part. So just if you're struggling with it, ask yourself, okay, hold on. Have I taken ownership of my part? And if you can't come down with a list, I actually, if you're a VIP member, you have access to this course, this experience I'm building, be an Esther, win back your husband. In here, I have a letter that uh, would be the letter I'm asking you to write to your husband, a letter of releasing. And I'm very honest, and I'm very honest about taking ownership of my own part because I want you to at least have an example. What does this look like? And so you can read that only if you're a VIP or so own your stuff. It's so much easier to release others when you're fully aware of all the crud you have to do in your own life. Um, recognize, by the way, if you're struggling releasing him, I'm telling you, please hear me. You have turned your husband and marriage into an idol. You are telling God and your husband, yourself, your children, your entire community that my husband 
My marriage, being married, is way more important to me than God. It's an idol. You, if you're not able to own that, no, you're not going to be able to release them. You've probably already turned this off and you have uh, deleted any history of smalleyinstitute.com. And then be a lifelong learner. Look, you can't stop. Keep growing. Keep surrendering. Keep listening to wise counsel. Read, write, journal. Go to events, women's retreats, marriage retreats. Whatever you can do, keep doing it. Stay consistent and you'll be able to release them. It's not easy. Oh man, it's so worth it.